Well, good morning, everyone. Happy Monday, and welcome back to episode 88 of the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. My name is Danny. I am your host, and I am your resource for fitness, food, and travel. And today's episode is on the topic of the 12 fears of fitness. Welcome to or welcome back to the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Phillips, and my goal is to empower you to take that next step on your health and fitness journey. As a fitness, health, and lifestyle entrepreneur, I will share with you stories of triumph, struggle, optimism, and empowerment in all aspects of fitness and health from myself and many guests who have overcome the same obstacles you are working through today. Let's dive into today's topic and get you some actionable steps to apply to your journey. I was just listening to a bunch of podcasts last week and a bunch of YouTube videos. And of course, there's a lot of information about the holidays. So I wanted to do something that was kind of trending and um, on everybody else's mind. So I had this idea to talk about the 12 fears of fitness instead of the 12 days of Christmas. And I got some really good feedback from a couple of friends and clients. So some of the 12 items that I'll be sharing in a moment will be from not just me. So I'm excited to share that. It's definitely things that I've thought of, but I can't always think of everything. So I appreciate it when I get some good feedback and good comments and it makes it, it makes this content just flow a lot better for you. So thank you to everybody who gave me some input on that. And a quick note before we dive into all of these things is my Healthy Disney eBook. Yes, I'm going to keep talking about it. So I spent the entire weekend working on it, including my birthday, which was last Friday. So I am now 29, kind of crazy. And um, I did just a little bit of work on my birthday, but I definitely pulled some eight-hour days Saturday and Sunday. And finally, after many, 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 many uploads and re-uploads and reformatting um, just hours, I think I've got it as good as I can get it for now. So, Healthy Disney Ebook Volume 1, Your Fit and Magical Planning Guide to Your Disney Vacation will be available for pre-order, hopefully by the time you are listening to this. I did click that submit button last night, so as long as Amazon gives me the thumbs up, it should be available on Amazon for pre-order, which is just crazy. Hey, sorry for the quick interruption, but I recorded this podcast super early this morning and then found out a few hours later that the Healthy Disney ebook got the thumbs up. So it is available on Amazon for pre-order right now. The link to the Amazon book will be in the description box below, or you can just search Healthy Disney on Amazon and it'll be one of the first items that pops up and you'll see the book cover. So definitely check that out, super excited. Okay, back to the episode. And then I have it set to go um, live for download on Friday the 21st. 
So I'm really, really excited about that. I can't wait for you to check it out. The feedback I've gotten so far has been absolutely hands down amazing and I, it's brought me to tears. It's been so good and based on people's feedback from reading through the initial copy, I was able to make some major adjustments. It's about twice as long now and and more pictures and more content and just oh it's so good it's so good i can't wait to use it to plan my next trip but i can't wait to start writing the next volume so i hope you can hear the excitement in my voice it's only 7:09 a.m and i have a lot of energy so let's get to the 12 fears of fitness so first of all what is fear so per the new oxford american dictionary Fear is an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, likely to cause pain or a threat. I think as humans, we all have some fear, right? I mean, it's natural and I honestly don't know if fearlessness is a thing. I think what I do know about fear is that I personally have some realistic and unrealistic fears and whether or not that fear is realistic, I have choices to make, and a lot of those choices determine the outcome of that belief of fear. So it's a belief. It's something we perceive can happen in the future, but has not happened yet. So when I think of being fearless, it's not living with an absence of fear, but it's living to take action steps with courage and go towards those things that scare me. So today, I want to share with you 12 fears or things that we believe could happen in the future um, that coincide with fitness and health in the holidays. And I'm going to give you some strategies and some action steps to push past these fears. So let's dive into it. And just as a heads up, my three dogs are sitting in my recording room, aka my dining room, which became an office. So if you hear them, if you hear any awkward noises, I've got three dogs. It is what it is. <laughs> okay. Fear number one. I won't have enough time to work out because of travel. Oh, and definitely write these down if you're in a safe place to do so because these strategies help and when you write them down, you'll remember. Okay. So you won't have your fear of not having enough time to work out because of travel. So the strategy here, my suggestion is look at your time frame. Is this a day trip? or a weekend trip, or a week-long trip? The answer here comes to planning ahead and deciding what your priority is with the schedule. You have to ask yourself, do you have enough time, or do you not have enough time, or did you choose not to make time? Either way, you need to respect your decision. Now, personally, if I'm driving to my parents' house, it's a five-hour drive, so I'm gonna stay for at least two nights. It's not gonna be a day trip. My parents still have a family membership to a gym, so I do plan my workouts around our festivities and the gym holiday hours. So often I will notice, and you probably do this too, that by the time I arrive at my parents' house, I have a to-do list waiting for me. And so I know that I will either have to work out before I leave my hometown, so work out first thing in the morning before my five-hour drive, or drive straight to the gym to get my exercise in before I arrive at their house. So if you're anything like that, if you know you're gonna get home and your mom or dad has a, a honey-do list waiting for you, you need to plan for that in advance. You know, you know it's gonna happen. It happens every time you go home. Plan for it. <laughs> 
Okay, moving on. Number two, the fear that there will be no healthy food around. The strategy here is simple. You have this fear, this belief that there's going to be unhealthy food. So let's eliminate the fear of the unknown and simply ask. If you fear there won't be any healthy food, then ask what food will be there and then you will know whether it's healthy or unhealthy. And from there, you'll be able to make a decision on what you want to do next. Fear number three, I can't control what food is being prepared. It's not at my house. My strategy for you here, I want you to first ask, do you know the person's house you're going to attend? Odds are during the holidays, you do. But even if not, ask what is being prepared and ask if you can help or ask what you can bring so that you have an element of control and at least you know what's going into the food. Fear of fitness number four. I'm making the food, but I have to take into account what everyone else is going to like. I actually recently had this struggle, not me personally, but my husband, he follows a ketogenic nutrition approach and we were going to a holiday party at someone's house that we didn't know. And he wanted to bring something as a side that he knew would work for everybody else. And I was struggling with trying to get him to bring something that I knew he would enjoy because he loves mashed potatoes, but now he can't eat them because that's, that's not ketogenic friendly. So I, I finally got him to bring some little mini sausages that were wrapped in bacon, but he really wanted to make sure that he brought something that was going to work for everyone else. Um, so if you, if this is you, if you're at home, if you are in control, you have the upper hand of getting suggestions from everyone else and then asking them to bring certain side dishes. So I do think it's important to understand any allergies or special nutritional requests, but you can't always please everyone. If everyone enjoys something on the table, then I think you're doing okay. Your home is not a restaurant, and if someone is that picky, then they can call you ahead of time to determine if they need to bring something additional to meet their nutritional needs. Okay, number five, no one will eat food that is on my diet, so I guess I'll just cheat all day. So you're afraid that nobody else is going to care about your nutritional needs, so you just have to fold to everybody else's, you know, cheating throughout the day. So the strategy here, I think lots of people enjoy healthy foods and they don't think about those foods being on a diet necessarily. So I don't think there's any need for you to cheat all day either. I really truly believe that moderation is key and I don't know what the definition of moderation is. I think it's different for everyone, but I think unless you have a bodybuilding show or a photo shoot or some very specific reason that you need to eat strictly according to your diet, I think you can enjoy your holiday food without cheating all day. So I I mean, if you are, if you are doing a show or something like that, gosh, I would I would not plan to start or be in a dieting phase around the holidays, but I would also, you know, make sure you get some healthy nutrient dense options incorporated into the day. I mean, there are so, there's just so many things and I can't list them all here, but you can do things like black bean brownies, avocado brownies. You can find different desserts that have an element of health to them. And you can even do things like 
making a salsa that has like beans in it, like lupini beans, um, or there's this brand called Brahmi beans. They're fabulous. And you can just throw those in a food processor. And a serving size of those has seven grams of protein, seven grams of fiber, and only one gram of fat. So mix that in with your salsa, and you've got a high fiber, high protein salsa. So I'm just saying, there are a lot of things that you can incorporate into a holiday meal that no one will think twice about and they'll actually enjoy having an element of health. You wouldn't believe how many people would say, oh, there's gonna be fresh vegetables, there's something healthy at this holiday meal. Thank goodness I was afraid of the same thing. I was afraid I wasn't gonna have anything healthy. So you might be surprised at how many people are on the same page as you. All right, number six, sweets are a weakness. They are everywhere and they're so plentiful. Um, what do I do about it? I'm gonna binge on everything. <laughs> so this was from a client of mine and she actually said that she developed a strategy to allow herself to have a bite or two of something instead of totally eliminating it from her diet, which I think is fantastic. I think that if you have that kind of willpower, if you kind of have that boundary, if it's already a habit, I think it's awesome. If you don't, I think that what you can do and what I've started doing is I want you to look at the nutrition labels on your portions of like different candies and things and portion out whatever those are into individual bags. So maybe they're still out on the counter and readily available, but instead of mindlessly grabbing handfuls, you can grab a little snack baggie and leave the room. So you know you're getting, you're getting your treat but you're getting your serving size and then when your serving size runs out, you're not just reaching mindlessly into that bowl again for the extra nuts or the Hershey Kisses. It, it's giving you an extra barrier between you and that snack. All right, fear number seven is a fear of overeating due to stressful family gatherings and searching for comfort food. So one of my clients actually gave me this one as well and she found that chewing gum helps her in these situations. So my strategy is that I find that during holidays, my family will often gather and hang out in the kitchen where there are goodies simply sitting out, whether it's the food that we're about to make or the snacks or leftovers. So make it a point to do two things to help you out here. Number one is do not leave extra goodies, treats, or sweets sitting out on the counter, readily available for mindless munching. And number two, designate a different space of the house, preferably out of the view of the kitchen, for spending time together. Number eight, a lack of time, no time to work out and eating everything in sight because I don't have time to plan. This is also a fear from a friend of mine. And I truly think this one comes down to prioritizing and doing so ahead of time. I know it's kind of an, well, contradictory, like I don't have time to plan and then the strategy here is you have to plan. Yes, we all have time. We can all make time and it's hard to tell that to ourselves, but think about the amount of time you maybe spend watching Netflix at night or scrolling through Facebook in the morning or hitting that snooze button on the alarm and by the time you actually get going in the morning, you're on everyone else's schedule and it's too late. You have to make the time 
And instead of saying you don't have time, and I do this too, I have to I have to say to myself, Danny, you didn't prioritize your time wisely. You didn't plan ahead. By the time you arrive at someone's house, it's too late. You need to do it the night before. You need to do it the morning of. You need to do it the week before. Um, I mean, I plan my schedule out about 12 weeks in advance if I can. Maybe not for every little detail, but for the most part, I know it's going on at least a couple weeks in advance. So if that's not you, then today is the day to start prioritizing in advance. Number nine, the fear of not getting in workouts due to holiday hours at the gym. Here, I think you simply have to do some Googling, find out ahead of time what those holiday hours are, and then plan your workouts around the holiday hours. If you don't have some sort of a planner or a calendar or a schedule, I can I encourage you to get one and then write down your schedule. If you truly can't figure out a way to get to the gym, then look on Pinterest, look on my YouTube channel, look on YouTube in general and find some home workouts that you can do. There are tons of home workouts, quick little 15, 20, 30 minute workouts that you can do without going to the gym, without using any equipment. And I know a lot of you might think that, you know, it's not worth your time if you can't get a good, you know, hour long workout in, but I like to think differently. I think if you get something done, it's better than nothing at all. And yes, you can debate me on that, but when it comes to simply getting in some exercise during the holidays, I think it's better to simply get something done. Something done is better than nothing. Next, number 10, fear of not being able to balance out holiday meals with too many invites and too much of your time being taken advantage of. So I think the key here is sit down with either yourself, your calendar, your significant other, and decide what you actually want to do over the holidays. And then don't accept every invitation. Come up with a response ahead of time for people you think might ask and say something like, thank you for the invitation. I will review my calendar and let you know. I don't know if I'll be able to commit at this point. And and that's okay. And I know it's hard to say no sometimes, but when your time is valuable, and I know it is, you can't accept everything. You can't say yes to everybody. You can't be everywhere at one time. And if you're running yourself ragged trying to get around to everybody else's holiday parties, you're not gonna enjoy them and you're not gonna enjoy the time with the people that you want to enjoy your time with. So that's, it's setting boundaries. It's figuring out what is non-negotiable for you. So that's what that is. Number 11, the fear of not knowing a proper portion size at other people's homes or restaurants and um, maybe thinking, you know, I'm not bringing my scale to a holiday party. So the portion control. If you're in contact with the people who are making the food, then, well, step one is figure out what they're making and then do a little bit of research. So if you know what people are making ahead of time, then figure out what a proper serving size is for those different dishes that are being made and if you don't want to bring a scale, then figure out what a portion size looks like before you go so that you know how much of each type of food you want to put on your plate. 
I think I've used this tip in some of my healthy Disney videos when we're talking about going to buffets. Instead of grabbing a really big plate, you know, a regular dinner size plate, grab the small appetizer plate and fill that up instead of filling up the dinner plate. And oftentimes you'll find that you are pretty well satisfied after eating the amount of food on that smaller plate. So I think if you don't know a portion size, start with a smaller amount and, and that will help out for sure. A smaller plate is a smaller portion. Last but not least, number 12, and that is fear of being wasteful and forcing leftovers. So I don't know about you, but I grew up hearing my dad say, take all you want, but eat all you take. And many other phrases like that. You know, he grew up one of 11 kids and there was just not a ton of food around, but that is not the case these days. If, especially if you're listening to a podcast, um, that's just kind of the reality. If you have this technology, you probably have the means to put a solid amount of food on the table and you are not going hungry. So if you are afraid of being wasteful and having too many leftovers, I don't want you to think that you have to eat everything in sight. I don't want you to think that if there are leftovers, you have to eat them all immediately. Um, yes, there is a, you don't wanna be wasteful, but at the same time, you don't wanna treat yourself terribly either. And if you are forcing food into your stomach that your body can't handle, then that is going to cause you some serious health problems, especially if it becomes a habit. So I think, you know, take all you want, but eat all you take is not, it's not the best mantra, but it's not a bad one either. In that, take smaller portions, start off with smaller portions and actually create smaller portions. If you have, I know this happens to me all the, not me, but my mom all the time growing up, which made sense. You know, if we were, she was making pasta, she's gonna dump the whole bag of pasta in a pot of boiling water when there might only be five or six people and that bag of pasta is supposed to have eight servings in it. So look at your serving sizes, do a little bit of research. If you are having five people over for dinner and that's including you, then make five portions worth of food. You don't have to make double the amount of food for five people. You don't need to make 10 portions for five people. So instead of worrying about being wasteful, do some research, figure out exactly how many people you're making food for, and don't force yourself to eat more than your body can handle because if you give yourself health problems, then you won't be eating much anyway. So that's, that is number 12 for me, is it's get some, get some more portion control and do a little bit of research and make sure you're taking care of your health too because as much as we are afraid to waste food because food can be considered a scarcity for some people in some places, um, you know, or we spend a lot of money on food. We don't want to throw our money out the window. You know, it's just as bad, I think, to treat your body poorly because you simply don't want to waste the food. So that's my two cents there. Which brings us to, well, we've wrapped up all 12. So right now, I would love for you to share any fears that you have around the holidays and how you approach them successfully. Have you had any of the fears mentioned above? Do you have anything different to add? I would love to you know, hear about these and share your story in the comment section of this podcast, wherever you might be listening. Um, 
and, and let us know because you might have something that we didn't mention up there and your thought might help somebody out. So if you find that you are a frequent listener of this podcast and you have not yet subscribed, then please consider doing so. I totally get that you want to vet people out when you find a new podcast you enjoy to make sure it's consistently good content that you enjoy and not just a single episode topic, but this really helps the podcast to grow and reach more people who are looking to move forward and take action on their fitness and health journey. So please consider doing that if you have listened to a few episodes and you know that you like this content. In fact, if you're listening right now, go click that subscribe button because if you've made it to the end of this podcast, then you probably enjoy it. So thank you guys so much. Happy 17th of December. Holy cow, Christmas is a week away. So I'm excited. I hope you guys are excited. I'm going to leave you with that today. Make sure you go check out the Healthy Disney ebook on Amazon, and I will have another update for you on Wednesday with the next podcast episode. I will talk to you guys then. Thanks so much. Bye. so much for spending time with me today and listening to the fitness empowerment podcast if you felt empowered to make a change in your life and take the next step on your health and fitness journey then please do me a favor and take a moment to share this episode with a friend who needs to hear this message this podcast is available via itunes soundcloud and anchor which shares to a multitude of other platforms so make sure you check out the platform that you enjoy most and if you really truly do enjoy this content then please do me another favor and go over to itunes give this podcast a five-star rating and an honest review and that will truly help the podcast to grow and reach as many people as possible so thank you in advance for that Also, if you know of someone, perhaps a friend or family member that has been through a huge struggle in their fitness and health journey and they have overcome that struggle, please pass them on to me. I would love to hear about their journey and share it with the rest of the world. Until next time, cheers to your next leap of strength.